0: Erica Glessing and you're joining me for the Erica Glessing show where you receive eight minutes of inspiration for spiritual entrepreneur entrepreneurs I'm super excited my next guest spent a lot of time in emergency rooms and had a lot of very strange um otherworldly experiences that he's now speaking and writing about so please welcome Dr. Jeff O'Driscoll hi Jeff
1: hi Erica thank you for having me
0: yeah so where are you in the world where are we talking to you
1: I'm in Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah.
0: Oh, nice. Very nice. And uh, why don't we just kind of jump in, because you know my show is so short. It happens to be in California at this instant, eleven eleven a.m. How wild is that?
1: That's great. <laughs> I know, Perfect. Right?
0: As if we planned the angels to help us. Uh, so why don't you just kind of share with us what kinds of magic things started showing up for you, what kinds of things sort of pulled you out of... Know, you know, pulled you into knowing about
1: the spiritual? Well, I didn't realize it so much at the time, but I've always known about the spiritual, but it, it became heightened at a certain point in my career. Um, I was traditionally trained in Western medicine, medical school, residency, and 25-year career in the emergency department. But some things that occurred uh, that I experienced fell outside the normal uh, Uh, dogma and doctrines of uh, traditional medicine. For example, uh, on more than one occasion, um, I actually witnessed uh, souls leave their bodies at the time of death, and they communicated with me before they left this realm. And that's not something you talk much about in medical school.
0: Yeah, you know, I went to UC Davis, and it wasn't something we talked about much there either. (laughs)
1: So I've always believed that we were eternal beings, spiritual beings, if you will, that existed before birth and are dwelling now in mortal tabernacles and that we continue to, uh, to live into eternities beyond mortal life. Uh, so I've always believed that, but the experiences I had in the emergency department reinforced that uh, notion that we're spiritual beings and that we exist beyond and outside of our mortal bodies.
0: Well, just about my whole audience believes that. So we can just jump over, like worrying about that and just kind of jump into like, what's something that like someone, what's something interesting that someone told you who was leaving their body? Like, what's one interesting message you received?
1: One thing that happened repeatedly was they expressed their profound gratitude. Um, Even if I hadn't done much or didn't seem that I'd done much, they seemed so grateful to everyone who had crossed their path in some way and contributed to their life experience. Um, I had one friend, he wasn't a friend at the time, I'd never met him, but he was involved in a car crash that took the life of his wife and his 14-month-old son, and then he was flown a couple hundred miles to my trauma center, and when I went into the trauma room to see him, his deceased wife was standing in the air above his gurney observing his care, and she expressed to me the profound gratitude she had for everybody that was caring for her husband who went on to become a lifelong friend, he and I are still dear friends today.
0: Wow. Yeah, I really do believe that as when you see this perspective, when you can talk to spirit on the other side, your attitude towards death is just like, it cannot be the same. You know, it can't.
1: Yeah, it's very different. Um, And and one of the things that we forget is uh, these are the same people. They're just not in their bodies anymore. And they still have, they, they still want our help sometimes. I had a, a person come to me one night and asked me to deliver a message to his brother, who was a friend of mine. I didn't even know that this man, this friend of mine, had a deceased brother. And I asked the, the, the messenger, I said, why don't you just deliver it yourself? And he said, oh no, he wouldn't receive it from me. And so, uh, a couple days later, I'm in the presence of this friend of mine, and I was, I was a little bit nervous about it. I didn't want to jump right in. I asked him, I said, do you have any brothers? And he said, yeah, I have. And he listed them off, and he mentioned his brother that was dead. And that was the first time I'd known that he had a dead brother. And I told him about his brother coming coming to me, and he kind of got inquisitive, and I delivered the message. And he immediately said, oh, yeah, that's my brother. That's definitely my brother. I love and I, it. And I said, well, yeah. why didn't he come deliver it to you himself? And he said, oh, I wouldn't have received it from him.
0: Yeah, see, like, (laughs) welcome to my world, Jeff. (laughs) Like, I get messages every day. I'm always curious, like, too, like, you are like, do I say anything, right? Like, it's always that, like, okay, I got the message. Should I say anything? But I wanted to ask you about your uh, book, uh, The Not Yet. And why don't you tell us a little bit about that for uh, my audience?
1: Not Yet is a memoir of my 25 years in the ER and the spiritual experiences I had, sometimes in the ER and sometimes not in the ER. And I call them near-life experiences. That's the subtitle of the book, Near-Life Experiences and Lessons Learned. And I call them that because the people that have these near-death experiences Almost always talk about it being more real than any other thing they've ever experienced in their life. They were more alive when they were dead than any other time. And so I call them near life experiences rather than near death experiences. It's on Amazon and it's on Kindle.
0: I love it. Well, oh, baby. What else? Let's just do one more little thing. Let's say if you were talking to someone who was sort of like, I'm, I'm, com- I'm getting this weird question like thinking about suicide or thinking about ending it because no one understands them. You talk about helping souls heal. What would you say to someone who's kind of in that place?
1: In that place of contemplating suicide? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is a cosmic homesickness that some people suffer from. They miss their eternal home and they want to go back. There are people that have severe, horrible clinical depression, and they, just, they need to see professionals, and some of them need to be on medication, uh, and some people uh, just need some spiritual healing to make them feel whole again, and of course, as a medical physician, sorting out those two is sometimes a, a, a struggle, but when I talk with people that are contemplating suicide, I try to help them come to the realization that suicide in some ways is a permanent answer to a temporary problem. And I help them recognize that their problem has other solutions and other ways of managing it.
0: That's so fascinating to me, because I actually tapped into that thing that you just said of homesickness. Like, it's sort of like sometimes you're away from home just physically. And then you just kind of wish you were back in your house, like you're maybe at a a grocery store, and you're in line, and it's taking a really long time. And You're just thinking, gosh, wouldn't it be nice to be in my house, you know, and I think if we want to be as spiritual beings in God's hands again, you know, that's possibly that ping. And maybe we, I would just say, add to what you said, um, to get help. And if you are going through a difficult time to ask for help, because it's not always easy to ask for help. And maybe what someone just needs to be told, Hey, yeah, go get some help.
1: (laughs) Very true. Very true. And there's national hotlines that are available 24 seven. And uh, uh, it's very important to get help. If, if if you're having those thoughts, talk to somebody about it.
0: Yeah. So it was wonderful to have you here. It goes by so fast. Uh, for anyone who missed, it's Dr. Jeff O'Driscoll. He exists to help souls heal. His book is called Not Yet. And uh, where else can we find you and, uh, you know, get more information?
1: I have a website. It's uh, jeffodriscoll.com. It can also be uh, located with helping Uh I'm also on Facebook, and people can reach out there and find Love me.
0: It. Great. Thank you for coming, Jeff.
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure.